0: No one is, is 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 more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Fillapolo. Alright, Cardinals Broncos. My only thing here really, uh well I guess two things. Cardinals officially eliminated from the playoffs today, which is hilarious given that they have four wins. Uh, we we know. But Wolf Kingsbury's got to be on watch. He's got to just be very, very, very uncomfortable uh, at 4-10. and 10. And they ended, actually could end up in a position where they could trade the pick if someone wants a quarterback, depending on how the rest of their games go. But like, it's crazy that Arizona, at 4-10, and 10, with Kyler suffering a massive injury, Like their best news was the report that they think that Kyler will be able to recover in less than eight months. From tearing the ligament in his knee. So he'll be ready for opening day. Like, that's a tough news cycle for Cardinals fans. Our best news is that our five foot seven mobile quarterback who depends on athleticism should recover fairly fast from knee surgery. Brutal. But the Broncos getting a win blew the shot at the second pick. Hilarious. Hilarious. Now, I know they don't have the pick but like they can't do anything right and I know they're trying to win they don't care about the draft pick but like I'm following that because the Bears now have the inside track to the second pick and it's just seeming like like everything is possible that could go wrong is is going wrong for them and they win the game when Russell Wilson doesn't play and so I know the draft pick point is kind of silly because it doesn't do anything any benefit for Denver so they have no motivation for that and players always try to win but just everything about it this season from hell. do you sit russ in another game like what do you what do you do what if you start winning without russell wilson like that situation is just going to get so damn uncomfortable and then i was going to ask pony because he went to carolina which is probably why he slept through the podcast um if it was better than he thought because he thought it was going to be so boring i'm just happy for my guy mitch like Mitch is bad. Mitch is not the brightest bulb in terms of post snap processing between the ears. He's going to still run out of balance instead of throwing it away. Like he, you know, he's not special, but he orchestrated three long sustained touchdown drives. You know, he didn't crack 185 passing yards in the game, but he knows that he got that start. It, There's a scenario where Mitch Drabisky doesn't start an NFL game again, depending on, like, if he goes and goes the Geno Smith route and, you know, just is the backup for good quarterbacks who don't get injured and then all of a sudden gets out of the league because he's not, again, he's not, like, a brilliant football mind or something like that. But, you know, getting a win when you know that this team's moving on from you for Pickett, having the three touchdown drives, felt good for my guy Mitch. Then the things from the Saturday games, like, gotta say, uh, didn't feel great for Deshaun Watson. One is Cleveland debut, whatever. He scored 13 points. We'll see you next year. Like, the Browns are irrelevant until next year. Kirk Cousins having the biggest comeback in NFL history is hilarious because I think it's weird that Kirk Cousins still gets hit with the primetime Kirk Cousins stuff as if people don't remember that he played that playoff game against the Saints and had that unbelievable fourth quarter throw to Adam Thielen, where he caught it inside the five yard line. I was like, well, once he makes that throw in prime time in the playoffs, like we really still think the guy's a choke artist because the game isn't happening at noon central. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is great, but Kirk Cousins is absolutely good good enough like you don't want him as your franchise quarterback he's not a top 10 quarterback but he's good enough to be a starting quarterback he's good enough to get paid and if everything around him was right he could get hot he could win he could go on a Joe Flacco Eli Manning type of run so you know Minnesota they keep winning too many games to draft a quarterback at the top partly because Kirk Cousins is pretty good I mean Pretty good. He's firmly like the 12th to 15th best quarterback in the NFL. And when you have Thielen and Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, you can win games with that guy. Now, they're unbelievably disappointing still. But Kirk Cousins, when he gets rolling, it's it's oddly fitting that he has the biggest comeback in NFL history. And then I just love that Bills game. I am on the record as making fun of pony for going to these NFL games, but, and I don't go to bears games because soldier field is a hell site and it's impossible to leave. And I like gambling and fantasy and watching the rest of the NFL and multiple screens and just like plug it into the matrix in that way. So if you go to an NFL game, you miss all the other ones. So the only way i like consider it is it absolutely massive game with, which a heat with a huge tailgate. Uh, rare at this point um thursday night or monday night football but that saturday night standalone bill's dolphins game in the snow globe but there was no wind and it wasn't that cold like that wasn't 10 degrees below zero and miserable that was 29 degrees with no wind like that's balmy if you got a winter coat a hat and a few drinks in you that looked like one of the most fun nfl environments. Ever. And there should have been more Dolphins fans throwing snowballs on the field, aiming at players, so that the penalty would have gone on the Bills. Like you had an opportunity to have a real fan moment without getting arrested. Come on, Dolphins fans, step up. But that was like visually, I know like snow, like snow is just like the number one thing. I mean, I guess the Cowboys are the number one thing, but snow is probably a close second for a television producer of an NFL game, but man, I was hooked. That was great sports theater. Absolutely fantastic sports theater. So it was weird. I was like, man, there's an NFL game that I actually would like to go to. And then Monday night football Baker Mayfield is a seven point underdog. That is disrespectful. To be honest, I think the Packers are going to absolutely roll and Baker found that magic in, uh, in some somewhat fluky circumstances as a result of some really bad defensive coaching. But was thrilled for Baker last week. Think the Packers roll. But uh Baker Mayfield against Aaron Rodgers, two bad teams. Makes that game somewhat watchable on Monday Night Football. All right, thanks to Spencer Ray. If you're still listening, please give Pony some shit uh on Twitter for for sleeping through it after going to the uh Panthers Steelers game. But uh I'm Danny Park as you check me out in Chicago. But honestly just if you got a NFL fan in your life who's looking for new podcasts, pass it along. We do every team, every week, every game after Thursday night and Sunday night football. We stay up late to record this for you so you have the most up-to-the-minute information for your Monday morning and Friday morning commute. So uh, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. It's first and pod. Thanks to Spencer Ray for producing. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday.